This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. This is Story Over Everything, episode 11. The topic of discussion for this episode is, are longer books better and shorter books worse or less than or inferior in some way? And uh, yeah, I'm just going to launch right into it. First of all, I guess <laughs> I'm going to stop myself from launching right into it and, and ask, what is your opinion? What are your thoughts? Tell me some of your favorite long books, short books. If you like only short books, tell me about that. Why? I'd like to know if you like only long books, epic fantasy, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, tell me what they are. Tell me why. And if you enjoy both, uh, let me know about that. Does it depend on your mood? Does it depend on the vibe that you're going for? Does it depend on genre? Do you like certain genres to be long and certain certain genres to be short books? I don't know. So I will go ahead and let you know that I like some long books and some short books. Uh, the longest book I ever listened to was actually a uh, novel, ad- like a, a, a fan fiction novel adaptation of The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, which you can find in po- Dragon Rand something something, some number, Dragon Rand, Ocarina of Time novelization. I think, I think, because they don't have it totaled up in a single file, I estimated that it's about 60 hours. That's different people reading the book at different paces. Uh, I'm not saying there wasn't a lot of consistency, but there's a you know, there's a difference. But it was a very long book, a very long story. I think I took a couple weeks to listen to it, and I enjoyed it, and uh, it was good. But there were parts where I thought, well, was this really necessary? Uh, do I really like this chapter? Um, you know, why is this going on so long? That sort of thing. And honestly, uh, getting back into you know real fiction. No, it was a good book. It was a good book. I liked a lot of it. There were some things that were interesting or weird or that I didn't like, but I think that happens in every single book I've ever read. There have been things that I don't like. So anyway, uh, realistically, the issue with long books is sometimes they just, they're too much. Uh, For example, I do love The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. And uh, I'm saying that like it's a new thing to me because I only started reading them or listening to the audiobooks of them a couple years ago. And uh, I think I've gone through each of them three times now over the last couple years. And but probably like once a year, basically, is what I've done over the last three years. And that's a lot of fun. And yes, I'm sort of doing that because Christopher Lee would do it. Um, and I thought, that's kind of a cool habit to get into. Uh, I don't know that it's something I'll do every single year for the rest of my life or anything like that. Maybe I'll switch it up a little bit. But, uh, you know, they're good books. And I had a lot to learn from them. Uh, I, I kind of wanted to dig into Tolkien because... Uh, well, first of all, I had no idea when he writ or when he wrote when he lived. I had no idea when he wrote. Um, there's a meme going around. My kid showed me that apparently he died in 1971. There's one ring to rule them all: nine for the uh, kings of men, seven for the dwarves, and three for the elves. Or I guess it was 1973 when he died, and that kind of you know all combines together, and it's really an interesting little factoid. But anyway, so he died in 1971. I think he lived into his 60s or 70s, so that would have put him born at around, you know, 1900. Could have been older, could have been younger, but, you know, 1900 at the earliest based on that uh, estimation of mine. Um, so, you know, he, I, I, like I said, I didn't know when he lived, therefore I didn't know about when he wrote his books. I thought they were older because Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit seemed to dominate uh, the, the zeitgeist of fantasy. Like, most fantasy today I think is derivative of Lord of the Rings and I was curious as to things like well why did Tolkien put seven dwarf lords because I know of the seven dwarves from you know the seven dwarves that were associated with 
uh, Snow White. And I've, since, you know, being exposed to that as a child, I've gone back and I've looked at the grim fairy tale versions of Snow White. And I do say versions on purpose because there's more than one. There's Snow White and then there's Snow White and Rose Red, uh, which is her sister. And uh, in one, there's a dwarf who's a jerk and they only encounter him over and over again in different places. That's Snow White and Rose Red. And in the other Snow White, which I don't, which is not called Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, it's called something else, but I can't remember what. I think it might just be Snow White or like the Little Maiden Snow White or something like that. She does encounter dwarves, but I don't think there are seven of them. And it just seemed like it was something classical. And I thought, well, where did seven dwarves come from? Because it's featured both by Tolkien and by Disney. Although I haven't looked at the dates, perhaps uh, The Hobbit came out before Snow White and Disney had read that or somebody had on the creative team and said, hey, let's make it seven dwarves, kind of like the seven dwarves in The Hobbit. Uh, or sorry, The Lord of the Rings, not The Hobbit. Uh, there are uh, 14 dwarves in The Hobbit, or I guess it's 13. They have an unlucky number and they want to fill it out, round it out with... Uh, with Bilbo. So anyway, I, uh, you know, I looked into that and, you know, it's a, it's a long book. I, I listened to all of the Lord of the Rings before I went into the Hobbit and parts of Lord of the Rings drag on. Parts of it are bleak. Some chapters are an hour long or more, perhaps an hour and 15 minutes. That seems to be too long for me. I don't know if, uh, chapter length is genre dependent. I've looked up different things and anywhere from like a 2,500 to a 4,000 or Somewhere between 2,500 words and 5,000 words seems to be the modern conception of a reasonable chapter length today. I believe a 2,500 word chapter can be read in about 10 minutes. I personally think uh, 10 minute chapters are the sweet spot, but we're actually talking about overall book length. So uh, I won't get into that now, except for to say there's no way, well, Tolkien would have had to have hundreds of chapters, maybe, or at least, you know, high dozens. Uh, or, you know, a hundred per book in order to have his books be the length they were if that's how they were broken down. And I personally, again, I'm talking about chapters. I don't want to do that. I, I, I personally felt like too much or too much of Lord of the Rings dragged on in too many ways. And uh, it was funny. In high school, I actually read Paralandra, I believe, uh, by Lewis. And I thought, man, this guy sure takes a long time describing things. And then when I went to Lord of the Rings... Uh, as an adult, I, you know, like a decade and a half later, I loved it and I loved the depth and I loved the, uh, the detail, the level of detail and the, the level of myth and lore that were in each page and the world building and stuff. But honestly, you know, listening, having listened to them multiple times now, The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, I don't think there's a lot of time wasted on over exhaustive detail. There are plenty of asides, uh, but that's different from, you know, going on describing a sunset for five minutes or, you know, 100, you know, 500 words or something like that. Maybe 100 words would be appropriate to describe a sunset. I don't know. It depends on, on the how large the scope is and what it does for the character who's observing it and such. But uh, I think, you know, uh, a uh, third-person perspective, uh, omniscient uh, narrator describing a sunset in 100 words, I think that's unnecessary. I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, yeah, I think it's unnecessary, especially if it's disconnected from a character. Because if it's not connected to a character, I don't know that I want to spend... Uh, any more time on it than I absolutely have to. The sun was setting. Boom. You're done. It was a bleak sunset. Okay, that's fine. The bleak sunset filled those who looked upon it with a feeling of dread and foreboding as, you know, Carrie and Fowl uh, crossed the horizon telling them of approaching hordes of marauders and warriors who would soon bring death to them and their kin 
because they had no warriors among them. I mean, what was that? 80 words, maybe? Like, you could do that. Uh, that sets the tone. It makes it foreboding. It, you know, does context into the world. That was extemporaneous, by the way. Not that it was, like, some great thing, but just to let you know. Um, so, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't want to have my time wasted. I, I will only live for so long. Uh, then why are you listening to the same books over and over again? Because they're really good, and they make me happy. And it's good to go through those things again and again. Why are you eating food again today? Why are you sleeping again tonight? Because you have to, right? I mean, it's what you do to survive. And sometimes reading is what we do to survive. But anyway, uh, you know, Tolkien's books, even The Hobbit, I think, is a fairly long book. Um, I don't know. I think The Lord of the Rings uh, all clock in at around 20 hours, but it could be more on the audiobook version. In fact, hold on. If I take a moment, I could probably find out very, very easily. Um, but I... Uh, to go to the other side real quick to switch over to Lewis, um, his Cosmic Trilogy, I believe the first book is five hours long. That would be Out of the Silent Planet. Um, I'm going to say five to seven hours long. Uh, and then it goes on to get longer and longer, and by the time we reach that hideous strength, I believe that hideous strength is a 14-hour long book. So, I'm just trying to look through real quick, real quick and find my file. So, I've got The Fellowship of the Ring, 19 hours, 7 minutes, and that's if you listen to it at one speed. Okay, what am I going to find next? I don't know. Oh, The Hobbit is 11 hours to 5 minutes. I think an 11, I think a 10 to 13 hour book is very respectable, and I can definitely handle that. Uh, moving on to the next book on our journey. Uh, man, I have Jurassic Park here, but it doesn't tell me how long it is, um, which is a little irritating, because I like that book. That's a good book. Um, same with The Lost World. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me see. So, as... Okay, Paralandra... Oh, golly. Paralandra does not say how long it is. I guess I haven't listened to it long enough that it doesn't say. But I'm just going to jump back. I believe it's like five hours, uh, nine hours, and then 14 hours is the progression of Lewis's Cosmic Trilogy, which even if you put five, nine, and 14 together, that's 23, 28. Uh, that's still only a little bit longer. Those three books together are only a little bit longer than... Uh, the Lord of the Rings, or, you know, one of the Lord of the Rings, you know, one and a quarter of the Lord of the Rings books, and there's three of them, so those are really long books, and I don't know that I necessarily like the long books. Like I said, I enjoy Lord of the Rings, I enjoy The Hobbit more. Is that because it's more concise? I'm not sure. The Lay of Luthien and the Cimmerillion is a really satisfying story. Um, the shorter stories, maybe because they're disconnected, uh, they're just okay. I like some of them. I like the one where the guy uh, has like an Oedipus thing where I think he ends up marrying like his sister and they both like die. Um, that was, that was pretty gnarly. Uh, just the tragedy of it was like, I don't know, it, shocking and impressive and something I did not expect, but like the Lay Luthien, which I don't remember off the top of my head how long it is. It might be an hour to three hours long. Uh, it's really good and it's really entertaining and it didn't need to be a full length novel to, to be entertaining and good. Um, you know, the length of the prose does not dictate, it's not directly proportional with the quality of the prose. In, in no way, by no means, is that true. Um, I've mentioned previously Greg Taylor's uh, Red Panda books, and I think I've 
mentioned recently here on Story of Everything that I'm also listening to the shadow novels. Um, I'm two shadow novels in, and I'm working on a third, and all of those have been about five hours long, and I gotta say, I thoroughly enjoy those, and I believe Greg Taylor's Red Panda novels are about five hours long as well. Pyramid of Peril may be longer, like seven or something like that, but I don't recall at this moment, but uh, again, these pulp stories have a lot of adventure in them and a lot of excitement, a lot of interesting things happening. And uh, I really think, you know, and again, that, that's pulp versus science fiction. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> versus, you know, fantasy, epic or otherwise. And, you know, that's one reason for the dissimilarity in length. But uh, I thoroughly enjoyed those books. And it feels like there's just enough. And I would say uh, Walter B. Gibson's uh, shadow novels are very well written. Um, well, uh, as an aside, there's also the Oz books, which I feel L. Frank Baum's uh, 14 Wizard of Oz books, they're all about five hours long. Uh, they feel, honestly, to me, as if they are in some part an inspiration for some of what Tolkien did, maybe even some of what Lewis did. They both contain, well, <laughs> so there are talking animals, there's adventure, there's like <clears throat> mostly nonviolent heroes, there are wars and struggles and kingdoms and royalty and things like that, which are just kind of, you know, fa generic fantasy tropes, I guess you would say, uh, or, or uh, subject matter uh, for them to touch on. And uh, which, by the way, I like all of the uh, the Chronicles of Narnia as well. I almost prefer listening to seven Chronicles of Narnia books, the whole set, over one Lord of the Rings book, because each one is short enough that you can go through them fairly quickly, but they're long enough to hold my attention and to give me an adventure and would I have liked things expounded upon in certain areas? Yes, but they also just move along at a good pace, and then you get a story, and you get more and more and more and more, because there's a whole series of them, and you get to experience a different vibe, a different um, emphasis, a different uh, theme or subject matter that's being addressed in each book, and they stand alone, but they also work together, and they build upon each other, and I just, I kind of prefer that. And I, I don't know if there's like a, a mindset that makes somebody more interested in shorter run stories, uh, like the Pulps or like the Lewis's, you know, you know, chapter books for children or whatever. Um, but those adventure stories, uh, are very enjoyable. Um, so yeah, for me, it, it kind of depends on genre, but I also wouldn't be upset had, uh, Tolkien broken up the Lord of the Rings into a sh series of shorter books and added more definitive, uh, endings and beginnings to some of them, to some of the, the separations. And in fact, Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring itself has, I think, three books in it. It's you know, book one, book two, book three, right? Uh, and it, the rest of the books have something similar, but I think they build on, I think, uh, if Lord of the Ring or Fellowship is books one, two, and three, I believe, um, the Two Towers is books four, five, and six, maybe even seven. And then Return of the King has, I don't know, that's probably three books right there. Um, so like, why not just do that and then have them all linked together in series, uh, telling a more, you know, it, the whole story takes place over about a year. Um, and that's from, uh, Bilbo's party basically to the scouring of the Shire. Well, I mean, it go, then it jumps farther because it, everybody separates and has their, their endings, um, which is good. But yeah, I, I, for me personally, I think I prefer the pithier, uh, length book, you know, 50,000 words, I think, is what it breaks down to, to about five hours, which tells me about 10,000 words is, or 10,000 words equals about one hour, depending upon the reader, of course, and maybe uh, descriptions versus dialogue and things like that. So that, to me, that's the sweet spot. Um, but 
I don't really see a benefit for going, you know, 90,000 words, 100,000 words, 200,000 words. Um, I don't really see a benefit unless there's going to be a lot of a lot of good stuff. I, I, I don't know. I'd like to hear your opinions on it, but that's uh, all my thoughts on it for the matter. I'm going to go ahead and and uh, get out of here. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, thank you for listening, and I ask that you check out all my other stuff. Uh, I'm going to advise that you check out my uh, other podcasts on other things where I analyze stuff, and then also some of the art that I post over on mjmuniers.com, but I'm going to toss it to myself, and that guy in, you know, past me is going to tell you about um, my Growbug books and all the books uh, section, or the book section and how full it might be of various types of books that I've written uh, on the website mjmuniers.com. So with that, uh, I ask that you give me some feedback. I'd love to hear your thoughts on book length, short, long. Uh, what do you like? What are your preferences? Uh, do you like my idea of just having a series? Like, you know, make everything a series. Make everything a series where all the books are, you know, 50 to 80,000 words long and you can have, you know, three, five, seven, eight, ten, twelve, 10, 12, whatever, and get to explore different things because you, you know, cap each one or you, you, you know, with the shorter book length, you say, all right, I'm going to address this in this book, then I'm going to address this in that book and so on and so forth so that you have more like I don't know it almost feels like you're doing more like it's it's more productive or it's more meaningful or more rewarding potentially for the reader because well I get to handle all these different things uh but then what do you do about um just like straight up adventure thriller crime novels you know maybe those can be shorter too like the like the pulps like the shadow and such um and if there's no message or whatever addressed in them, maybe it makes sense to just have them well but this is a thrilling adventure that you're gonna go on there's like a neat tricks and and uh um, you know, interesting things that are going to happen in each book. Um, and each book will be differentiated by, oh, this is the one where the villain, you know, made all these bombs and uh, did this. This is the one where the, the villain uh, has powers very similar to the Shadow, and he goes after the Shadow because he's the only one who can stop him from world domination. This is the one where uh, it's a very interesting heist that's going on, and the Shadow is trying to stop it, and he's pulling in all these different things. And Or this one where he's, you know, fighting the gangs. Well, which gang? Well, it's the Chinese gangs. Okay, now it's the, the Italian gangs. Now it's this gang. Whatever. And you can kind of go back and forth between all of them and just have, like, a focus for, per book, and then so that you don't draw it out and exhaust your audience um, by belaboring everything. You just do, all right, it's a quick hit. It's a 50,000 you know, it's a 50 or, you know, 40 to 60, I think is what the standard pulp size was for like the shadow magazine and such. Um, and then you just, you just do that. I don't know. Um, I think it'll be interesting once I get writing novels, novellas and novels, uh, to see how easy it is for me to put out, I'm going to, you know, target like 60,000 words and see how close I get to that and see how long it takes me to, to get there. And if I can do that at like a regular pace, cause I think that feels like the best thing for me, but I'm also planning on writing, dozens and dozens and dozens of books so anyway i'd like all your feedback on book length and uh <laughs> on whether or not a book is better because it's longer or shorter uh i would love all that perspective anyway that's it i'm getting out of here if you enjoyed me talking about the writing process then hopefully you'll enjoy reading or listening to my writing instead so go over to mjmanios.com or mjmanios.com slash books and check out what i have there my plan is to keep that updated all the time with the latest and greatest of my writing, whether that be books, audiobooks, uh, you should be able to buy direct from me there. And uh, yes, so please go ahead over there to mjmunoz or mjmunoz.com books and uh, check out all the good stuff I have to offer there.